0: Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story, Demi Rose Mobby. Check her Instagram linked below. Please enjoy a very hot episode of Your Friends Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by user Red Shoe Table from R slash Erotica. The title of the story is The Man in the Iron Mask, Part 1. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story.
1: It was a hot summer night when Judy was tasked to tend to the wounded prisoners. The French Legionnaires were housed together in a dungeon deep underneath the fort. The recent battle left many injured and so the nurses were put to task. Judy was young but surely didn't think of herself as naive. At a mere five feet, her tiny petite body would sooner make one think she was a child than a woman of 18. Yet her job and responsibilities proved her to be a woman of good character and dutiful nature. As Jude walked past the holding cells, the men howled at her. Most of these men haven't seen a woman in years, and a divine angel was floating in front of them. The agony of having a woman as beautiful as Judy walked past made many wish they too sustained a violent injury just for a chance to be cared for by the angel. To her good fortune, the able-bodied prisoners were behind thick iron bars and only the sound of their howls was left to invade her peace of mind. The sick prisoners were much too sick and injured to pose any physical threat. And so she soldiered on to tend to those who needed tending. While cleaning the wound of an injured soldier, Judy noticed something. The dungeon corridor did not end with the cell housing the injured. It kept going deep into the dark abyss where no light was penetrating through. I wonder what it would feel like to explore deep into there she wondered. An injured man, halfway conscious noticed her looking in that direction. Do you know what's down there young one? He asks. No. But the Lord pulled me towards the unknown. The guards say that's where they keep the man in the iron mask. A man so dangerous, he makes God himself shiver in his boots. What jokes you have? This but fairy tales. Whoever's down there is a mere mortal like you and me. But curiosity began to infect Judy's blood like a bad case of plague. And so she grabs a torch and slowly makes her way deep into the dark abyss. Each step, dainty and cautious, she knows how vulnerable she is. Then, she comes to the end of the corridor and sees one cell. A look inside reveals, but darkness. Who's in there? She asks, no response. I guess it's just an empty cell, she says to herself. But her need to resolve her curiosity burned hotter than her need for safety. And so against her better judgment, she opens the lock of the cell and walks inside. There, a sight so horrid, she yelps from fear. A man, tall and muscular in stature is chained to the wall. A mask of iron surrounds his head and seems to be weighing his head down as he presumably sleeps. The sound of Judy's voice wakes the man and he instantly dives into a rage. Fuck the king, he yells. Judy, stunned, slowly backs away. And who the fuck is this little twat? He continues. I am but a nurse, says Judy. Nurse, have you come to tend to my sores? I'll tell you right now. The sores on my ankles and wrists are the last thing I need to be tended to. No, I am not here to tend to your wound, mister. I was just curious to see who was down here. Curious. Curious. Fuck you. The man yells, I haven't had a woman in years and this must be a new low for the king. He sent you here to torture me, didn't he? I assure you, I came here to torture no one. An animal instinct took over this man and suddenly, he lunges at Judy. His instant lust for her overtook any remnants of reservation as he was ready to take her as he pleased. But to Judy's good fortune... The chains did their job and his iron mask stopped mere inches from Judy's face. Her fear was palpable of this man. And yet, something about the raw urge to take her made her feel emotions the Lord would frown upon. She was not yet married, but she did have a suitor whom she wrote letters to. And this man, a man of 30 seconds, dirty and imprisoned was not the least bit appealing to her mind. Yet something, something kept her standing there. Something was stopping her from running away. I'm not scared of you, she exclaimed. That's because I'm chained up says the man in the iron mask. Take off my chains and see how long you'll last. Judy paused. Her heart raced. Her knees were shaking. Fear swallowed her whole. But still, she stood. What's more, the flower of her womanhood began to weep. Take the keys and let thy free, said the man in the iron mask. The Lord in Judy's mind said no. But her lustful heart said yes, yes, yes. She slowly took the key and slowly inserted it into the opening of the locks. An evil smirk appeared on her face as she realized how much power she had over the man in the iron mask. She slowly takes the key out of the lock to his wrist shackle, and the man growls in fury. Once more he lunges, but is stopped by the chains. Again she does it, but this time only putting the tip of the key in the hole. The man in the iron mask is enraged. She steps back and ponders, You know mister, this may be a sin. But the devil inside me said to show you my knickers. Don't you dare, says the man in the iron mask. It will kill me from the lust. Perhaps innate or perhaps infected by the evil spirit of the man in the iron mask. Judy's lustful urges take full control and she begins to torture him in a way that no man deserves to be tortured. Slowly, she begins to take off her clothes. The torchlight's glow sweeps over her body like a silk cloth and accentuates her feminine curves. Her tiny hourglass figure cast a silhouette on the wall that moved like a gently flowing willow. She saw how tortured the man was just looking at her, but it only served to enable her newborn deviance. She noticed the man had a massive erection what seemed to be at least the length of King's foot. The sight of it made her flower weep ever more lustful tears of desire. The man was desperately tugging at the chains, hoping by some miracle his strength would prevail. But alas, to no avail. Standing fully naked, Judy turns around and poses for the man. Tell me... Mister, which flower would you prefer? The pink flower is ready to receive you as it is blessed by the Lord. The dark flower is unknown to many but mystics say great pleasures lie deep within its dark abyss. The man's rage calms into a stupor as he is hypnotized by Siren's voice, his erection sticking out right from under the rags that were once trousers. Judy sees his pulsating manhood and positions herself on her back. He spreads the petals of her flower and begins to lustfully play with its piston while stroking her breast. Tell me how badly you want thee. which I ought to burn thee, says the man in the iron mask. Judy was no fool. While she heard the man yell obscenities at her, it was clear by his physiology that he wanted nothing more than to know her. It was this power that knew she would be safe if she did release the man in the iron mask. So finally... She gets up and approaches him. Stay away you witch. He yells. I cannot be responsible for what I do should you release me. The devil has my heart. He says. Good, says she. That's exactly who I want to take my body this hot evening. And so with a few brief twists, the shackles were off and the man in the iron mask was stinging in front of her. Motionless. Judy feared, yet lusted for him. Suddenly, he takes his hand and grabs her by the neck with the strength of a thousand oxen. Judy's lust evaporates as fear and dread enter her heart. She was wrong. This was no game as he was about to kill her. But then, release. A sudden rush of adrenaline entered her bloodstream and now her flower was crying like never before. Take me, said Judy. Ravage my body with the lust of a man who has not been with a woman in many years. The man throws her to the ground and immediately inserts his erect penis into her wet pink flower. Oh my God, she yells. The Lord has prepared this flower for your taking Well, I see as he thrusts. She realizes the man was so impatient. He did not bother to take off his iron mask. And so he thrust with a mask of iron on his head into this fragile little angel. The dirty filth surrounding them made no difference as her mind was gone into the realm of pleasure where no physical things made a difference. Harder and harder he thrust as she moaned take thee, take thee. Soon, the man's nectar explodes into the angelic little woman. Wow, a lord's minute was all it took, said Judy. Shut the fuck up you dirty little witch. I'm going to fuck the demons out of you said the man in the iron mask. And so he took his manhood out of her pink flower and pushed it slowly into her asshole. Oh, I see you like the mystery of the abyss, said Judy. Shut the fuck up, said the man in the iron mask. And again he began to thrust, slowly at first and then more and more violently. The grunts of the man who hadn't had a woman in years made Judy more excited than she'd ever been in her life. As she was getting ravaged by the man in the iron mask, she cheerfully thought of her suitor who wrote letters to her often saying of how much he cherished her and how he'd care for her. Judy basked in the thought that her suitor would never experience the abyss of her dark flower as this man will, and she wanted the man in the iron mask to be happier at that moment than anyone in her life. Suddenly, there was a noise from the hall. The man in the iron mask stopped in fear of being found out. Then, slowly, a guard enters the cell. The intimate scene in front of him shocks him but doesn't dissuade him. Being the opportunist that he is, visiting brothels at his wife's objections often, The guard puts down his torch and undoes his trousers. He comes up to Judy and lays his manhood out for her to admire. After a brief pause, the man in the iron mask resumes thrusting deep into Judy's dark flower while Judy takes the guard's manhood in her mouth and starts to try to suck the nectar out of it with all of her power. Pretty soon, a ruckus erupts as the three of them begin to make a lot of noise. Having been tending to some wounded prisoners earlier, a fellow nurse decides to investigate.